if you go on with your day and drink your coffee and you don't know what's on her mind, it's because you weren't listening. No uh, pressure right there. Senator Cindy Olflin, uh, the <laughs> Senate Majority Leader, welcome to, the, welcome to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. I love interviewing you because you, there's not a lot of double talk. It'd be like if you watch the Republican debate and all those talking points, this will be like the opposite of all that. Uh, let me just jump in. I have to tell you, I'm gonna, I've told you at the state fair. I'm gonna have to tell Stephanie too. You told me there was problems with schools. I would argue. I would argue with Stephanie. You were both, I'll just start this off. You were right. I was wrong. Wow. You're both smart. I'm stupid. You're both very pretty. I'm unattractive. Uh, you were right the whole time. And now the folks at Desi, there's going to be a change. <laughs> Stephanie's just nodding her head. <laughs> there was some vindication, right? You've been saying something has to change, and now something's changing, correct? Correct. I mean, you know, I don't usually say something unless I'm pretty sure that I'm, you know, have looked into it and I know what I'm talking about. So I visited more than 30 schools and will visit more. And. Something needs to change immediately, <laughs> if not sooner. Do you think you're going to get that change with it? I mean, what's what do you know about the process of finding new leadership over there? And then, you know, just changing the person at the top doesn't always, you know, that person then would have to, you know, go in and clean house if we really want to see change, wouldn't they? Well, that would be my method if I were doing it. Um well, first of all, there's, I think, four state board members whose terms are either expired or close to expiring, and they will be replaced. And so, you know, they'll have to be confirmed by the Senate. And I, I did have a conversation with the governor's office, and he agreed um, that, you know, we, try, we need to work together to find someone that we all agree would be a good fit. So... I'm pretty certain unless we have reform-minded individuals, you know, nominated to go on the board, they won't make it through the Senate. So that will be the first step. You know, it's the darndest thing. I, I'm not honestly sure what Desi does. I, I've pointed out a problem, clear corruption, and they would tell you, oh, well, that's terrible. Oh, that superintendent, who would ever hire him to educate children? That's awful. And then they would assure me that they don't do anything, couldn't do anything about it. No, they have no job responsibilities whatsoever. And then they'll say, hey, if you see Lincoln, tell them we need more money. And I'm like, you mean you need more money so you can do more of nothing? It's the most perplexing thing I've ever seen. Well, I mean, I know that education, the way that it's currently done, is enormously expensive. Of course, transportation costs are very expensive. And... The things that have added to that expense, I think, are uh, federal-type requirements, most of which I would totally throw overboard. Um, you know, if you talk to Rusty Black, Rusty Black is a retired teacher, mm-hmm. and he and I are, <laughs> you know, we're, we're older people, and I'm older than he is, but we we both know how to read, and we both know how to do math, and we're fairly responsible individuals, and school has for many years now at the at the um you know urging i think of the federal government and also of desi has kind of veered off into a uh in some cases a psychobabble institute that does all kinds of things but doesn't teach people to read or do math and teachers are frustrated with 
all of the, you know, administrative record keeping that, you know, is then sent off somewhere, probably filed and no one ever looks at it. <laughs> and, and we're just, we're, we are dumbing down our classrooms. There is no question about that. Um, many schools are going to a four-day week with the excuse that it helps them save money and recruit teachers. Well, I mean, you saw the message that I sent to you yesterday, Scott. That is what's that is what's causing teachers to leave the classroom. And um, when you speak the truth about it, uh, there's a humongous pushback from the education establishment. And I have said many times, listen, if you don't like our solution, what is your solution? Because just telling us no is not good enough. But, you know, to give them credit on their part, they've been saying no now for years. And they've been allowed to continue on the way they are with ever-declining results. Uh, Senator, thank you so much for joining us. This very fascinating uh, discussion. I would point out, even though it was a Republican bill from Bill Reibolt, the former state representative from Neosho, it was a Democrat governor, Jay Nixon, that signed the four-day school week into law. A lot of people forget that. He, he, did, uh, he did sign that into law. Probably would have been uh, overridden if he had vetoed that, uh, vetoed that, but he did. He did sign it in law. I want to. I want to. You're talking about funding, and you're also talking about education. There is a candidate who ran for office in North Missouri last year. She lost her race. Her name is Jess Piper, and she just posted this on Twitter a few minutes ago. And I'll just read it in its entirety because this really kind of sums up the issue about funding. She writes this quote: Jess Piper quote If Missouri legislators claim to not have the money to fund proper fund public schools properly we are 49th in the nation for funding how can we fund the hundreds of other private and religious schools they are now shoving in the mix question mark seriously how will that work question mark end of quote that tweet from jess piper a former candidate uh, on the democratic side in northwest missouri senator your response to what miss piper saying well first of all is miss piper a retired school teacher because I, I, I get that I get that response from a lot of people who have been in the in the education field, mm-hmm. and you know I'll I'll just quote the guy that sent me a message yesterday who said you know every time there's extra money or schools have been given especially in the last few years what seems to be an endless supply of money and many of them have taken the money and put in new um, football fields and all-weather tracks and all kinds of things, but it doesn't seem to make it to the teachers. So there's there's no disputing that we have spent more money every year, and I know that they're um, going to ask for another $250 million this year in this year's budget, which I'm absolutely opposed to. You're I saying- mean, where in, the world, where in the world do you spend more money to get less results. Uh, I do want to follow up on that very, very quickly because I know others have questions, but you're saying DESE is going to come back and they want $250 million more in funding? Did I hear that correctly? Well, that I believe that's what I read not long ago. So, yeah. And, you, and you're chair of the Education Committee. It sounds like you're a no vote on that. Well, I'm no longer the chair of the Education Committee because I'm you know the majority, the majority leader, leader so right. I had to, yeah i had to let go of that she's got a chair job, of the floor but, now yeah chair of the floor but you have a lot of clout over the over those committees so you're saying you're 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 definitely going to vote no i take it <laughs> 
Well, I'm certainly going to have a talk with Lincoln Hub. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you, Senator. Sure. Senator, talk to us about what we should expect for the next session. It was no secret that you bumped heads with the conservative caucus, the chaos caucus by any other name. They said they've disbanded. Do you buy that? And what does 2024 look like in the Missouri Senate? <laughs> well, I'm praying about that every day, and I'm not kidding when I say that. Um you know, I think that we will have times of being productive, and then we'll have times of chaos. And, um, you know, I'm trying to talk to each of the senators. And I was reading a quote that um, was put forth about the um, conservative caucus. First of all, you know, I was a member of that group. Most of the people in there I'm friends with but it's the method that I don't approve of. And I think if you look at the results, most of the time, many of the things they want to do are actually the same things that the rest of the people would agree to do or even want to do. But they create a lot of dissension by not working on relationships. The Senate is all about relationships. And I think most of the people in there if you sit down with them and talk with them, you can find common ground and you can get things done. But at times, and you know, my favorite Senator Eigel, who I sit next to on the floor, <laughs> and we get along a lot of the time, and then, you know, the rest of the time we fight like cats and dogs, but you cannot bring a big piece of legislation to the floor that you have not worked with the other senators on previously. And sometimes he does that, or he brings it in and then refuses um, to compromise at all. And when people say to me, well, why haven't you gotten this done, or why haven't you gotten that done? My response to that is, you have to have 18 votes. And if you can't get 18 votes, it's going nowhere, and you won't get 18 votes if you don't have a decent relationship with everyone. So uh, we continue to work on relationships and... I cannot really predict for you exactly what will happen. Well, It'll be a day-to-day thing, I think. As the as they say, if you have to deal with Desi, thoughts and prayers. Uh, it'll be an interesting session and a fun one to cover. We hope uh, as the session unfolds, you'll come back here and talk with us on Wake Up Mid Missouri. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I'll certainly do that. Thank you. I told you all you wouldn't wonder what she thought when she was done talking. But me, there's one thing when I hosted this show I was committed to do, and that is to get my daughter's favorite segment, What's Hot, What's Hot with Hannah, on at 725.